Hey, welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. If you feel stuck, restless, overwhelmed, or dissatisfied with your current life, despite your life looking pretty good on paper, or at least on social media, I can totally relate. Together, we'll figure out how to take the next right step. I'll interview women who are a little farther along on the path and get tips and ideas from them. I definitely don't have it figured out, so I'll share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Let's get started because life is too short to waste in autopilot. If you want to be the best possible version of you, you're in the right place. Hey y'all, with Valentine's Day coming up very soon, I would like to talk about your love language. So I call it love buckets. I talk, I would say love tanks. That's another way to refer to it. But I drive an electric car and my husband rides his bike to work. So buckets just seems to make more sense for us. So years ago, we took this class on love languages. I think it was through our church. And mine was words of affirmation, which basically means I like feeling needed and appreciated. This is probably why I chose my career in medicine because patients fill up my bucket. Well, most patients and most days. <laughs> Some days they don't. <laughs> and I taught my kids to say thank you for everything I do for them because that fills up my bucket. Maybe all moms do that, though. I fell in love with my husband because he appreciated my intelligence, independence, and, you know, he didn't mind telling me all these things. And he even wrote love poems to me and about me, and that just had me hooked. So words are a huge part of my love bucket, too. And there is no faster way to fill up my love bucket than to shower me with words of nice things, adoration, praise. You know, it sounds very egotistical saying this, um, and I may go back and delete it, <laughs> but it really does. That's what fills up my bucket is like feeling loved and appreciated. And that's what love buckets are about, feeling loved. And so I want you to really think about what makes you feel loved, because for you, when people are saying nice things about you, you may be like, whatever, like my son, whenever I compliment him, because you tend to give out whatever your love language is. So because mine is words of affirmation, I compliment people all the time. I tell them when they're doing a good job. And with my son, he finally said, that just doesn't do anything for me. I know you're trying to be nice and I know you're trying to fill up my bucket, but it's just not. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> All right. And then my husband, Chase, his love language is hands down quality time. And it's not just spending time together. He wants to feel heard and he wants to feel seen. He wants to know that I hear what he's saying and that it matters. Because I've tried just the like spending time with him, but letting my mind wander and do other things in my head while I'm spending time and that does not work. So when I learned the technique of mirroring back to him what he said, he was hooked. <laughs> so his bucket was filled. On a good week, we're spending time together and Chase is appreciative and he's verbal with his praise. He's telling me like 
supper was delicious and I like how you did this or, you know, whatever. And on a good week, I let Chase talk about whatever's on his mind and I'm able to mirror back what he's saying. On a good week, we're attentive to the other person's needs and how empty or full their bucket is. But when the kids came along, our buckets began emptying out easier and faster. Listening to Chase with rapt attention came to a screeching halt. Kids meant no time for that crap. All of a sudden, I didn't have the bandwidth or the desire to sit and listen. I had no time for me, much less to sit and listen to Chase talk about why the forks need to be in front of the spoons in our utensil drawer and why that makes so much sense. So on a bad week, we purposefully, or maybe we don't purposefully do it, but we just don't fill up the other person's bucket. We stop giving quality time or physical touch or words of affirmation or whatever our love language is. Our love languages become like foreign languages. We just can't understand why the other person is upset and we can't understand why they're being such a jerk. By not actively filling up another person's bucket, you can just see this cloud of um, sadness and anger and resentment start brewing. And when our buckets are nearing empty, we're not only not speaking the other person's love language, we're also sometimes doing the opposite. And you may or may not mean to do this, but, you know, for somebody whose love language like me is words of affirmation, the opposite would be words of criticism. So that can really make me feel bad. Or quality time, instead of spending quality time with him, I shut him out, uh, you know, breeze, breeze right past him or... I just don't have time. Don't have time to talk right now. So it would be sort of ignoring him. And I don't do it on purpose always. Sometimes I do when we're in a little tiff. But sometimes it's just because my brain has been overloaded at work. And by the time I get home, I withdraw into myself. And it's just too dang exhausting to listen to another human for more than 20 seconds. So in dermatology, we see patients every 10 minutes, which resulted in an attention span that, you know, would uh, basically be the same as somebody with really bad ADHD or ADD. So I start getting antsy if somebody talks for more than like six minutes. (laughs) So anyway, I just end up neglecting Chase by not giving him attention or focus. And that's hurtful for him, really hurtful. Um, If he's not feeling loved and his bucket's getting low, he will, like I said, withhold words of affirmation. I might spend two hours cooking this amazing meal and he's not criticizing it necessarily, but he's just like, all right, supper's over. And so then I have to like fish for compliments and I'm like, how does it taste? Is it good? And that's no good because he knows what I'm doing. I have another friend whose love language is words of affirmation, and she works in the service industry. So her worst nightmare is getting a bad review. And she got one recently. I mean, they ripped her to shreds and it just destroyed her. She went through this whole thing where she replayed it over and over and over in her mind. She like memorized it. She internalized it as the truth of who she was. And even if she had 10 good reviews for one bad review, she kept that one bad review in her head. And she questioned whether or not she was in the right profession and whether she should leave her job. I had never thought about why bad reviews feel so awful. 
And maybe they feel bad for everybody, but for those of us who rely on words to fill our bucket, harsh criticism can feel like a death blow. Or if you feel like somebody's ignoring you and love uh, quality time is your love language, that can feel horrible. Um, so as Valentine's is coming up, think about your love language. See if you can figure out your spouse's love language. There's a quiz on the five love languages. I think it's the five love languages.com and it's the number five. And you can take a quiz. If your kids are old enough, they can take a quiz. And there's also books. Um, it wasn't until my kids were in elementary school that I started figuring out their love language. Ollie's is quality time and gifts. So she gives little gifts all the time, little things that she's made. She re-gifts gifts that people have given her. And if I give her like a pack of ponytail holders from the grocery store, she's like, oh, you know, she feels so excited, so loved. But she also loves spending quality time with other people. So she does not really love alone time. But she just really gets a lot out of spending time with other people. So lately, she's been FaceTiming her grandmas all the time. Eli, on the other hand, he used to be physical touch. And I would say, why are you hanging on to me like, like a tick? I just couldn't get him off. He wanted to be holding my hand. Or when he was little, he would just sit in my lap. And I miss it now. Now that he's 13, he still likes to be close to me, but he's not obviously sitting in my lap. That would be kind of weird. Um, but his is also quality time. And sometimes if he's not thinking about it, like we're walking somewhere, he'll grab my hand without even thinking about it. And I love that now. But he loves quality time too. And that's funny because as I just said earlier, my attention span is so short and quality time is what I do all day with patience. So when I get home, that's the last thing I want to do, sit down and spend time with somebody. <laughs> but he can't get enough of it. I mean, he'll say, please, mom, just hang out in my room for 10 more minutes. And I really just want to go upstairs and take a bath and get in bed with a book. But I'm trying to recognize that that's how he feels the most love. And he will not be begging for quality time with mom forever. All right, so in honor of V-Day, Valentine's Day, go do the love language thing. Figure out what your spouse's love language is. If it's acts of service, do not give them any, like a gift for Valentine's. Instead, clean the house or do whatever service act they would find most helpful. You know, haul off the stuff to the thrift store that you've been hanging on to. If their love language is physical touch, then you need to get them a massage or you give them a massage, you know, something like that. Um, yeah, and physical touch is not always like what you're thinking, like sexual. It could be, like I said, with Eli, he just wanted to hold my hand. He just wanted, you know, to be near me. And now at his age, like wrestling, I don't wrestle, but my husband will kind of like grab his head and give him a noogie or um, wrestling to the ground. And that's still physical touch. That still counts. All right. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your week. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. If you like this podcast and think someone else could benefit, please share it. I'd also love for you to write a review on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify or Apple. And lastly, if you would like more of the same, come over to my website, hopethepa.com. Thank y'all for listening.